Good morning. Welcome to another episode of the End Time Blog Podcast. I'm Elizabeth Prada. Today I'm talking about waiting. W-A-I-T-I-N-G. Wait. A friend and I met for Bible discussion. and She was in Psalm 130 and she asked, what was the psalmist waiting for? What exactly does wait mean here? And how is waiting tied in with trust? This is the verse, Psalm 135 to 6. I hope for Yahweh, my soul does hope, and for his word I do wait. My soul waits for the Lord more than the watchman of the morning, the watchman for the morning. We talked about who in the Bible waited. And we talked about who waited well or poorly. The first person that came to mind was Sarah. The Lord had told Sarah and Abraham that they would have a child. Decades went by, no baby. So Sarah pushed Hagar on to Abraham. Oops. Simeon waited for the consolation of Israel. That's in Luke 2. He was so faithful in his long, aged wait and so eager he was even given the promise of not passing away until he saw it with his own eyes we talked about hannah who waited and waited for a baby she waited well and we discussed her prayer that shows us women these many thousands of years later how well she did wait so Those were a few who waited for a promise to be fulfilled or an answer to prayer. But what does the psalmist mean exactly about waiting? What was the psalmist waiting for? Is what he meant a promise or an answer to prayer? I turned to Matthew Henry's whole commentary on the Bible for this one. Matthew Henry wrote, quote, The psalmist engages himself to trust in God and wait for him, verse 5 and 6. Observe, his dependence upon God expressed in a climax, it being a song of degrees or ascents. I wait for the Lord, from him I expect relief and comfort, believing it will come, longing till it does come, but patiently bearing the delay of it and resolving to look for it from no other hand. My soul doth wait. I wait for him in sincerity, not profession only. I am expectant, and it is for the Lord that my soul waits, for the gifts of his grace and the operations of his power. And Matthew Henry on Psalm 135 and 6. After we finished our coffee over Bibles and laughed and talked a good while, I headed home with the thoughts of waiting still on my mind. I pondered the question that we had discussed, which person in the Bible waited the best? Well, it came to me. I know who displayed infinite patience in the wait and perfect trust in God while doing so. Jesus. Before time began, the father said he would gift his son with a bride. And so 
an intra-Trinitarian council was held and the three members of the Trinity discussed redeeming humanity. And this occurred before the world was made and prior to any humans having been created or born. Ephesians 1, 4-6 and Psalm 2-7. So how long ago was that? We do not know. Long, long ago. And then history began. We have the garden, the fall, the long era of promise of redemption. Redemption came to earth and he is still building his bride soul by soul. So thousands of years. Jesus was promised a redeemed humanity for his very own, what we call the bride, and he is still waiting. He incarnated and did the work the Father gave him to do. He performed it perfectly and patiently. He died and rose again and descended, and Jesus is still waiting for the bridal party to be complete. He is waiting for his father to say, son, go get your bride. John MacArthur said in his sermon, um, quote, why would God do that? Because he loves the son. And the 17th chapter of John, the son celebrates the mutual love that he has with the father. And love gives. And the Father determines in his eternal love within the Trinity that he will express his love for the Son by giving the Son a gift. And that gift is going to be a redeemed humanity. If you will, he gives his Son a bride. In the ancient world, MacArthur continues, fathers chose the brides for their sons. That's the way it was done. Nobody chose for themselves. That was the father's responsibility. And here you have the divine pattern as God determines that he will choose a bride for his son. It's a way he determined to do it, that he would give to his son a redeemed humanity. And one last quote from MacArthur. Follow that thought to the sixth chapter of John section of scripture we refer to often in our studies in the word of God because it's so foundational. In John 6 37 says, all that the father gives me shall come to me. Every saved person is a gift from the father to the son. The father determined in eternity past he would give the son a bride and the Bible tells us he actually wrote down the names in the Lamb's Book of Life, knowing that even before the foundation of the world, the Lamb would have to be slain to pay the price for that redemption. And MacArthur, from his sermon, The Doctrine of Election, Part 3. Jesus is patient as he waits for that promise of a bride for him to be fulfilled. And he trusts the Father perfectly as he waits. He knows that all who are promised to him will be given to him, as John 6 says. What a day that will be when God sends his son to scoop up his bride 
and as one body we ascend to heaven to celebrate with the Lamb at his supper. Revelation 19.9 Jesus is always our best model for anything and everything. So the question, who waited longest and best? Jesus. Who trusted most faithfully in the waiting? Jesus. He is the Alpha and the Omega. Here I'll mention some further resources. And I'll put those links in the notes to the audio. Charles Spurgeon wrote an exposition of every psalm. Did you know that? It's called The Treasury of David. And this monumental work is online in several places. And I'll post two of them. Phil Johnson preaches on the psalms and very well too. I like his um, preaching. He's preached on many of them. And Scott Annual of G3 Ministries recently wrote a book on the music of God, which is the Psalms. It's called Musing on God's Music. And here is a discussion about that book in the podcast called Honest Conversations in Black and White, and it's episode six. Of course, you can also look up the book itself, once again called Musing on God's Music. So that's what I advise all the ladies that I talk with, the ladies on the blog who read this or listen, ask questions of the Holy Spirit to yourself as you read. Why is this word here? What does wait mean? Who waited best? These kind of questions glorify the Lord because it means you want to dig deeper into his word and the Holy Spirit will, as you study, illuminate the word to you. Not audibly, but through study and prayer. Go deep, ask questions, and look for the answers. Well, this has been another episode of the End Time Blog Podcast. I'm Elizabeth Prada. Thank you for listening, and I hope you have a great summer day.